India's electric vehicle story has uh, taken up rather nicely. Last financial year, that is 2021-22, there has been a marked spurt in sales. Sales of, uh, for example, the sales of electric two-wheelers has gone up about fivefold to 2.3 lakhs. Three-wheelers has more than doubled to uh, 88,000. And uh, electric four-wheelers, that is cars, quadrupled to quadrupled to about 20,000 vehicles. At this stage, unfortunately, we have been hearing news about uh, a few electric vehicles catching fire, the batteries catching fire. While this is not going to completely derail the EV uh, movement in the country, it certainly puts a kind of a dampener. So it is in this context that uh, we are going to examine in this podcast, why is it that batteries catch fire and what is it that we can do to prevent it from happening altogether? So let us take up the first question, why do batteries catch fire? So we will look at a cell. A cell is a unit of a battery. A battery is, after all, a stack of cells. So let us take an electrochemical cell and examine its architecture, what it is, what are its elements, what it does, and why. what in it causes sometimes uh, a fire accident. If we take an electrochemical cell, there are essentially three components in it. Two of them are electrodes, the anode, which is the electron donor, the cathode, which is the electron receiver, and there is an electrolyte in between, which in the conventional cells is a liquid. It's organic solvent, which means it has carbon and it can catch fire sometimes. Now, we all know from our basic science lessons that an atom comprises uh, electrons, protons and neutrons. We will not talk about neutrons at the moment. There are protons and electrons. The number of protons and number of electrons are usually the same and therefore the atom is electrically neutral and sometimes an electron can leave an atom. There are some elements in which the electrons at the outermost periphery are footloose. They can leave the atom and if the, if the electron leaves the atom, what you are left with is a positively charged ion. Sometimes it's also possible that uh, the atom may get more electrons than the number of protons, in which case it becomes a negatively charged ion. Here, in an electrochemical cell, we are interested in drawing electricity. And electricity is nothing but a flow of electrons. Actually, well, actually, it's a little deeper than that. Uh, but at the moment, for our understanding, let us assume that it is a flow of electrons. So we have this anode which has some footloose electrons in its atoms. Our interest is to take those electrons, get them flow through an external circuit, do the work that we want it to do, which might be like lighting a bulb or running an engine, and then reach the cathode. So this is very important to understand. The electron from the anode goes via an external circuit and reaches the cathode. And when the electrons leave the atoms, as I said earlier, what is left is the positively charged ions. Now, ions cannot remain there. The ions again also move from the anode to the cathode through the electrolyte, which I said is the liquid in between these two electrodes. So this is how it works. The electrons are supposed to move from the anode to the cathode via an external circuit and the positively charged ions are supposed to move from the anode to the cathode again through the electrolyte. Now when these ions move from anode to the cathode, because of that movement and especially if the anode is metallic like lithium, lithium ion batteries, what happens is it kind of tends to pull that metal so that on the anodes 
some sometimes spikes form they are called dendrites and if these spikes touch the cathode again in a, imagine in a like in a cell the anode and cathode are not very far apart they're very close by if they touch the cell then that itself the dendrite itself becomes a path for the electrons which are supposed to go via an extracellular circuit instead they go from the anode to the cathode through these dendrites and what you have is a short circuit and when you have, have a, when you have an electricity flow there is always some heat and when there is heat in a solvent it is possible that solvent will catch fire and this is essentially what of course there could be a few other reasons why these uh, cells batteries catch fire but this is predominantly the scientific reason why this happens for example a battery can catch fire in the case of an accident we are not talking about it this is usually the architecture of the cell uh, sometimes uh, results in a fire accident and this is how it happens so what should we do now the answer is in an emerging technology that is called solid state batteries a solid state cell is one in which as the name suggests no liquid the electrolyte which is a liquid in a conventional cell electrochemical cell it could be a liquid or a gel but in this in the case of a solid state cell or a solid state battery which comprises solid state cells the electrolyte is electrolyte is also a solid and because it is a solid it doesn't readily catch fire and uh, the dendrite formation also is prevented because dendrites you know get formed through a liquid but it cannot form through solids that is one of the reasons and uh, uh, the the very nature of these uh, solid state solid electrolytes uh, prevents this kind of short circuiting so that's a very appears to be a very simple and ready answer instead of a liquid you have a solid and the solid is usually a chemical of uh, a, a, of a compound of lithium lithium phosphate or lithium oxide one of those things and uh, let's not get too technical here but you need a solid electrolyte for this purpose then the question is if solid state batteries or the batteries in which the electrolyte is also a solid is such a simple answer then why hasn't the world moved towards it already now indeed everybody all over the world is researching into this and the idea is to get there all over the world some companies some in some countries have achieved some degrees of success but nobody can really claim to be much ahead of the start line so we are all in the same uh, you know the beginning stages yet eventually things will crack and you know scientists will crack this technology and the world will move towards solid state battery but it has not happened already yet because of certain challenges the challenge is that when you have a liquid electrolyte the electrolyte itself percolates or permeates the electrodes the anode and cathode so the ionic conductivity is good that is the ion it's easier for the ions to pass from the anode to the cathode through a liquid electrolyte uh, whereas if it is a solid electrolyte at the juncture between at the places where the electrolyte solid electrolyte touches the electrodes there is some kind of a, an electrical resistance so without getting too technical what happens is the ionic conductivity is not very good if you use solid state batteries of course if you use solid electrolytes of course it doesn't stop there this is after all as a, a scientist by the name of dr m m shaijumon of indian institute of science education research of trivandrum as he said 
this is not a science problem it's an engineering problem the science here is settled the chemistry is settled it works you need to engineer it properly it's an engineering problem how do you engineer it you i mean that is what the big scientists are looking for how to make a solid electrolyte which has also good ionic conductivity they are experimenting with something called nano structured electrolytes and so on and so forth so eventually the world will move it's again not very far maybe 3 years 4 years or 5 years the world will move towards solid state batteries another reason the reason for the preference for this solid state batteries is not safety alone now because of uh, because it's solid uh, for some technical reasons they also pack a lot of energy the energy content or the energy density as it is called in the case of solid state batteries is something like two and a half times to three times more than our conventional lithium ion batteries with liquid electrolytes so here you have a battery a solid state battery which has which packs more energy you can charge faster and it is practically fireproof so these are the advantages and that is why the entire world is researching into this and eventually we will get there but here is where i would like to point uh, to an interesting development that has taken place in india very recently in the first week of april april 4th to be precise the government of india announced the creation of a consortium of 15 r&d institutes in the country many of them iits iits of roorkee kharagpur kanpur bombay iiscrs and several other institutes 15 of them the consortium is meant to research into solid state battery develop an indigenous technology and come up with a device and presumably after that this technology will be transferred to the industry so each of these constituent member institutions has a specific task and uh, dr yogesh sharma of iit roorkee is the lead principal investigator for this project which means he is a chief scientist as far as this project is concerned and uh, this consortium has just begun work it has been funded by the department of science and technology it has set itself upon the task of developing a solid state battery and uh, we learned that they have sort of given themselves about 3 years time for the first phase to complete and before long we will have an indian indigenous homegrown solid state battery technology which the entire world needs and when you have it you will no longer see battery fires thank you very much